invite your attention, and we're going to start in the book of Matthew, chapter number 16. And I'll let you know what verse when, when, when we actually get there. Uh, we'll probably start with verse... We'll probably start with verse... Uh, I'm going to invite your attention, and we're going to start in the book of Matthew, chapter number... We're probably going to start with verse number 13 in Matthew, chapter 16... Uh, when that time comes. But I, I want to talk about some things uh, that God had placed in my spirit. And like I said, it, the thought just came. And, and as I began to research it, the, the Lord um, revealed some things. And I had, and I want to say this too, I had an interesting um, situation. Uh, I think it was yesterday morning. I want to share this before we get into our text. I was at McDonald's and uh, we had stopped to get breakfast. And of course, you know, for whatever reason, the one on 221 seems to have some real bad situations there. <laughs> so by the time I got home and I looked at what I had, it was not what I ordered. And being that I wasn't far from that place, I decided to take it back because uh, when I walked in, I asked to see the manager. And while I was there, I, I, I met this young man, and he thought I was my sister. My sister and I, we look a lot alike, but I don't think so, but most people think so. So he was telling, he thought I was my sister Edith. And as we were conversating, you know, and I'm greeting and he's greeting, and he looked like he may have been in his 60s, somewhere thereabout. But he says to me um, uh, uh, that, I think, uh, I asked him what church he attended is how the conversation got started. And then he says, I don't go to church. He said, God is all over the world. I said, well, okay. And I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm kind of listening, you know, where, where he's going with this. And so then I, I, I waited in, for him to continue to proceed about what he was going to say. So the next thing that, that he says is this. He says, um, I tell you what, he says, the Muslims are going to rule this world. This is what this gentleman told me um, uh, on day before yesterday. I remember yesterday at McDonald's. He says, the Muslims are going to rule this world. And I looked at him and I said, well, I don't quite think so. So then he said something else very, and I know this, you know, but this, their belief. But then he says this to me because he says, I'm a Muslim. This is what he said to me. And I said, okay. And he says uh, to me, he said, well, I tell you what. He says, um, Mohammed, Mohammed is God, is what he says to me. And then he tells me, he said, Allah is the Christ. And I looked at him, and I, I, to this day, I still don't know the gentleman's name. All I know is the conversation that we took place yesterday morning in McDonald's. And so then I said to him, I said, no, the true and living God is God, and Jesus Christ is the Christ. And so then he goes on, and he says to me, he said, and the Quran is the word. I said, no. The Holy Scripture, the Bible, is the Word. And when he says to me, he says, in a short period of time, he says, the Muslim is going to rule the world. He says, you watch and see. That's what he says to me. And I looked at him, I said, well, God bless you, sir. I said, um, but, you know, your, your information is wrong, but uh, uh, I, I will continue to pray for you. And at that point, you know, we, he, he goes out, I leave, and he goes. But I, I found it very interesting because it led, led me 
also to the thoughts on my word today coming out of Matthew chapter 16. And then this morning I, I, I had the privilege of uh, speaking to uh, Ricky, uh, Brother Ricky, early this morning. And uh, I called to check to see how he was. And uh, he told me he had had a wreck on his bike. I said, well, Ricky, you had a wreck on your bicycle? I said, you know you don't need to be riding, that, riding on the roads with that bicycle. But then he said something. He says to me, he's, and I said, you need to stop riding that bike. And then he says, well, and I loved his honesty. He says, Miss Manley, let me tell you, he's out and got far away from God, and I need to get back to God. And so in other words, he was saying to me, God was speaking to him through the wreck. Let him know that he had drifted away, and he needed to get back. Okay? Now, our, our, our title this morning is, is called The Teachable Moments. <laughs> the Teachable Moments. This, this is the title of our message this morning, The Teachable Moments. God, I thank you now. I thank you for all the signs. I thank you for the confirmation. Now, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus, not let one word fall to the ground. But God, open our spirits that we may receive what the Spirit has to say. This we ask in your Son Jesus' name. Now, I want to use a, 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 a person to help us understand about teachable moments. Now, one thing I've learned is this. People are not transformed because someone tells them about their weaknesses. That does not transform the life of people. Because someone tells them about their weaknesses, that does not transform them. Now, the way transformation takes place, God has to initiate the process of growth by bringing into all of our lives a teachable moment. A teachable moment. Now, and he does those teachable moments. He, he, he motivates uh, the individual, and the change has to come from inside rather than outside. A lot of times we think that teachable moments have to be experienced or, or, or come forth, and transformation will take place from the outside. But it really begins on the inside. Now, transformation starts with God, and it also starts with an experience like an experience that Ricky had on the bike. Because with that teachable moment that he had on yesterday, he came to the understanding that he had moved away from God. Amen? So we're talking about teachable moments. Because, see, this way we can all look at our own selves. Amen? Teachable moments. There are moments that happens in our life that will bring about transformation, that will bring about a change in our life. And see, these, these uh, teachable moments, uh, they're very important. And see, one thing about uh, words, words can be just information, but it will not produce transformation. So in order for transformation to come about, that means God has to allow us to experience some things and some relationships, right, in order for a transformation to take place. Now, looking at Matthew chapter number 16, we're going to, 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 we're going to use the life of Peter, and it will help us to see. I don't know about y'all, but I've had a lot of teachable moments. Amen? And, and, and some, some happens, and, and, and just for that moment, it seems like we got it. But then later on, we find ourselves that we really didn't get it. Amen? We, but we're talking about teachable moments. See, 
I'm learning, learning means process. I'm learning that we can talk to somebody to that blue in the face. But until God steps in and bring about an, an experience, one that they will not forget, because I think also Ricky says to me that the police had to take him home. Because, see, what happens in, in, in the process of him, him getting there, he said there was some cars coming and he was riding and there was no place for him to go because there were two automobiles. So he ends up in this man's yard, and when he ends up in the man's yard, he hit a tree stump. And, of course, when he hits the tree stump, he injures himself. Not naturally, I gather, they call the police. So he ends up, the policeman has to take him home, okay? So that was a teachable moment. Now, um, per, per se for me, uh, last week I had a very uh, teachable moment. Uh, I was asleep, and, and I was, as I was laying there and had been praying, and I had a dream. And right at the dream, I, 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 I saw an individual, and, and, and with that individual that, that I saw, then um, I even saw where they were. I saw precisely what was going on. And then about that time, my phone rings. And when my phone rings, my sister always calls me at a certain time in the morning. So when my phone rings, I had to, um, uh, 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 a teachable moment because somebody was on the other end of the phone, and, we, and they began to share with me. And so that revealed to me God will speak to us in our dreams, and he will let us know what is about to happen or what's going to uh, take place. So for me, that was a teachable moment. Now, uh, St. Matthew chapter number 6. Let's, let's begin Talking about these teachable moments. It's chapter 16. Chapter number 16. Thank you for the correction. That's a teachable moment. That teachable moment was to see whether or not we were hearing or not listening. Okay? Amen. Amen. Uh, that was the same thing I did a couple of Wednesdays ago. Amen. All right. Matthew chapter number 16. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 13. Verse 13 says, And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Now, we have to understand that uh, Caesarea Philippi, that's a, a place of repentance. No, that's just an error. Okay. Here, here, here it is. He, God is at a place, and all of a sudden he's asking his disciples, Whom do the people say that he is as well as themselves? Now, verse number 14 says, and this is their response, because we're dealing with teachable moments. It says, and they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, or some Elijah's and others, Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. He says unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bojonas. He says, For flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Now, you would think that, that at this point, that, that when, when Peter here, or God gives him the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, you would think that that would be a, a, a teachable moment. There's something that he will remember, and he will continue to progress in God. But at this point, he really just receives some information. Okay? That's the difference. Now, you can receive information, and it does not bring about a change. 
But when you receive divine revelation with uh, 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 the information, then it will bring about a transformation. Now, the first thing I, I see here in, in this text, it says, Jesus is speaking to Peter, and he, he tells him, he says, flesh and blood uh, did not reveal that to him, but his Father which is in heaven. Now, the next things that happen is, I can imagine in my mind how Peter kind of, kind of got prideful in himself. And the reason being is, out of all the other disciples, he was the only one that Jesus says to him that only the Father could have revealed uh, who he was to him. Okay? Now, this is what happens in, uh, um, in teachable moments and when we don't receive the information as we are. Let's look at um, Matthew chapter number 14. Matthew 14, because we're talking about uh, teachable moments. Matthew chapter number 14, and we're going to look at verse number 22. Now, in teachable moments, you, you would, you would, we would, one would have thought that with the revelation that, that Peter had received, that he would have been at a closer walk with God. Okay? But, but look at Matthew chapter 14, and beginning at verse number 22, it says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship, and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitude away. Now, 23 says, And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain to pray. And when evening was come, he was there alone. Now, verse 24 says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, loose with waves, for the wind was contrary. The wind was in opposition. Now, Jesus wasn't with them, okay? Now, they had been walking with Christ all this time, but he, he wasn't with them. But they had a situation. Now, in verse number 25 says, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out of fear. Okay? Now, here it is. that They, they see him, and even though they see him in the natural, they think Christ is a spirit. They see him. So now they are afraid. They cry out of fear. But 27 says, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good courage. Uh, it is I. Be not afraid. That some, I'm, I'm going somewhere. Now verse 28 says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if, thou, if, thou, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Now Jesus had already revealed to him who he was. But now he sees him, but... He doesn't quite know this who he is. So he's, he's, he says to Jesus, he says, if this is you, then you bid me to, to, to do this thing, to walk on the water. Now verse 29 says, and he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to, to go to Jesus. He does something impossible. You know, you would think that this was a very teachable moment because he's doing something that nobody else did. He cries out to God. He cries out to Jesus, and Jesus tells him to come on. He begins to walk. Now, now verse 30 says, But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and he began to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, see, 
this was a teachable moment that he should have remembered. Have you have you ever had a, a situation and 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 gone through some things and those uh, experiences that we had should have been teachable moments. Should have been should have been teachable moments. You know, one that we should have retained. And 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 for me, it was like a closer walk with God. That God is always present. See, that was a teachable moment. God is always present. God can uh, reveal things to you. Now, so that was a teachable moment. Now it goes on and watch what Jesus says. Even though this should have been, and it was a teachable moment because it shows him the power that God would allow him to do if he kept his eyes on God. But see, when he saw the wind, the wind means some, some adversity, some some things happening, trials and tribulations. He took his eyes off of God because you know he sees the wind. He said that it's boisterous. He he becomes afraid. Now verse thirty one says, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand. And called him, and he said unto him, O thou of what? Little faith. O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou did doubt? And then he says, and when he comes into the ship, then at that point the, uh, the wind ceased. And the ghost, verse 33 says, uh, Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, saying of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. Now, here it is, Jesus saying, you know, brings him in, he steals the water, he rebukes Peter for his faith. Oftentimes, God will rebuke us of, of our faith, little faith, because he didn't believe. But look at verse number the 33. It says, then they that were in the ship, they came, they worshiped him, and watch what they're saying. Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Now, uh, the Lord had already revealed to Peter that, that uh, uh, he was the Son of God. But you see how quickly Peter forgot. How often do we forget? Right? Don't, don't we forget sometimes very quickly? <laughs> yeah. But all of these are teachable moments. Moments that, and see, one thing about teachable moments, teachable moments are processes. Because we have to have ongoing experiences. If we don't have ongoing experiences, then we will lose uh, the thing that God is telling us in those teachable moments. Amen? Uh, 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 are you catching that? Uh, are we getting it? Okay? Now, let's go, um, let's go to, yeah, let's go to uh, Luke chapter number 5. Luke chapter number 5. Just want to teach you a little bit this morning. Amen? Luke chapter number 5. I want to give to you what God has given to me. Luke chapter number 5. Because we're talking about teachable moments. We all have experienced teachable moments in our life. Teachable moments. Now, St. Luke chapter number 5. I'm going to read verse number 1. And it says, uh, And it came to pass that at the... At, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Now, that particular, that, the, the Greek meaning of Gennesaret means a garden of repentance. It's a place of, of repentance. Every, I hear you, Holy Spirit, every teachable moment has a place for us to repent because God is trying to reveal something. Amen? Now, he, he brings us to an understanding. Now, let's drop down, um, looking at verse number 2. Verse 2 says, and then it says, And saw two ships standing by the lake. So two ships 
standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. What, what Christ sees here, and he says, he sees two vessels, okay? Now, the nets, they were washing their mindset. The net is representative of the mind. All right, they were, they were washing their mind. I mean, and now, the, 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 instead of the fishermen, they were going out. See, sometimes when, when, when we forget about those teachable moments, that fishing spirit for souls will leave us, leave out of us. <laughs> and we'll go about doing something else. Amen. You know, when there was a time in, in, in life when we, when we first got saved, we were on fire for God. Anybody been there? On fire for God. And you wanted everybody to be saved. Everybody, everybody you came into contact with, you want to tell them about Jesus Christ. You want them to have that same uh, understanding and the same knowledge about who Jesus was and what he had done in our own personal lives. So, so what happens is when, 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 we, when we are in need, thank you, Holy Spirit, of a teachable moment, God would allow us to go through some experiences because what happened, we have stopped fishing. <laughs> and one of our commands is we're supposed to go fishing for souls. Amen. We, we fish for everything else, but we don't fish for souls. Amen. So, so this is a teachable moment. Now, remember now that there are two vessels. So in two vessels, there are two mindsets. Okay? Now, verse number three says, And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people out of a ship. He entered into one of the ships. Remember now, there were two vessels, right? Now, the Bible says he entered into only one. He entered into one that's called Simon. Now, the word Simon there means hearing with acceptance. <laughs> hearing with acceptance. There comes a time in life that we hear, but we have to accept what we hear. Because, see, we've, we've been so accustomed to doing it our way that sometimes we like to continue to do it our way, not doing it God's way. Amen? So, Simon here means hearing with acceptance. And the first thing he tells him to do is this. He tells him, he says, when he sat down, they, he began to teach the people. Verse 4 says, Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down... Your nets for a drought. He tells him now, because, remember now, he's in a garden of Genezareth. He's in a place of repentance. In a place of repentance. His Simon here means uh, hearing with acceptance. And then he says to launch. Now, and, and looking at that word launch, that word launch also that means to leave oneself. Because, see, they already knew that, that, that they knew the way. But see, in order for us to get it God's way, we have to leave oneself. We have to come up out of self, right? So he tells him, he says, now, you launch, leave yourself. But then he says this, he says, I want you to go out into the deep. Oh, wait a minute. He said, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Too often we find ourselves in shadow water. Too often we found ourselves in shadow water. Understanding now, uh, when, when, when we think about the book of Job, Job 38 and 30, uh, uh, it says, the face of the deep is frozen. 
And see, when we look also in Genesis 49, it talks about that the blessings are lying beneath the deep. So if the face of the deep is frozen, that means we can't release those blessings. So the mindset has to be changed in order for the blessings to be released. Now, keep our place there in Luke chapter 5, but let's go to 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Because we're talking about teachable moments. Amen? Teachable moments. Hold your place in Luke chapter 5, and we're going to go to 2 Timothy chapter number 3. We're going to look at one verse there. Because, see, Peter knows we're fishermen, but they, they had, you know, they, they had washed, they, they, they had cleansed their minds. They, they, they felt like they needed to do something else different. <laughs> and it wasn't working for them, okay? Now, 2 Timothy chapter number 3 over there. Verse number 7 in 2 Timothy chapter number 3 says this. Ever what? Learning and never able to come to the knowledge of what? The truth. See, we can forever be learning but never come to the knowledge. In other words, we're just spinning our wheels, okay? We're just spinning wheels. And so this is what happens in Luke chapter number 5. As he sits them and he tells them, you launch out into the deep. Remove yourself from oneself. And, and go into the deep water. Because, see, in deep water is where the sharks are. In, in deep water is where the, I met the man at McDonald's. <laughs> I, I call that deep water. <laughs> the sharks in the water. Amen. Because when he got to telling me who, 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 who's going to rule the world and who God is and all that stuff, you know, that was a shock. I said, Lord Jesus. Pray, and I prayed for him. Now, going back to Luke chapter number 5, going back there now. Remember now, Simon means hearing with acceptance. Now, in order to hear and do what God says, we have to be obedient. Now, verse number 5 says, And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. He gets a revelation here. Remember now, this is a place of repentance. He gets the revelation. He's told him, I've been told all night, I've done this over and over and over, and we have caught nothing. Whenever we do things in ourselves, we will catch nothing. Amen. We will catch nothing. So, but then he says, at thy word, at thy word, he says, I'm going, in other words, I'm going to change my mindset. I'm going to do something differently. I'm going to change my mindset. Now, watch what happens when, when, when he changes or when we changes our mindset. Now, remember that I don't know how many of you are thinking about those teachable moments that you've had. You know, how they've been they're playing over in your mind, teachable moments. You know, some situations, circumstances, God, you learned something from it. Amen. Or you didn't learn something from it. Amen. But it was a teachable moment. Now, verse 6 says, And when they had, done, when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish. And, the, and their net break. You know, when we do it God's way, then our mindset will break. You know, it's no longer our mindset, okay? Because when we, we, we're doing it, we take it on the mindset of Christ. Now, verse 7 says, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and they filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. Now, verse number 8 says, and when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. He comes to the place of repentance, saying, Depart from me, for I am a what? A sinful man. 
See, he, now there's, there's a divine revelation taking place. See, ongoing. See, there was a time when, 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 when uh, Peter rebuked Christ. You know, when he was having the, the, the Lord's Supper and, 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 and the Lord speaks to him and, and tells Peter that Satan wants to sift him as sweet. But then he goes on, he began to try to tell God what to do, try to tell Jesus, you know, no, this is not going to happen. You know, he talked about how Jesus was saying to them that how he was going to die. But yet at that point, you know, he wanted to rebuke Christ and what Christ was trying to tell him. Sometimes we try to do that. But here it is now because his name meaning Simon, uh, um, meaning hearing with acceptance, then true repentance takes place. Amen. In that teachable moment, true repentance takes place because then he acknowledges not so much of the miracle, but what he acknowledges is the fact that he was a sinner. See, that's what uh, um, teachable moments are designed to do. See, teachable moments are designed to bring us to a place that we may see where we are with God. Amen. And how far we may uh, have drifted away from God on uh, uh, basically for a sinful person we are. Because he is a holy and a righteous God. And it brings us to a place of reference. Amen. So he acknowledges at this point he is a sinful man. I mean, he, he falls down. See, uh, teach, I hear your Holy Spirit. Teachable moments will take us into a place of worship. He goes into a place of worship. He goes there and he acknowledges his shortcomings. I mean, he, he acknowledges, thank you, Holy Spirit. He acknowledges his defects, his character defects, because he is in the presence of God. See, teachable moments will put us in the presence of God. So he acknowledges that. This is another teachable moment. Now, let's go to Luke chapter number 22. And we're almost done. Luke chapter number 22. We're talking about teachable moments. Teachable moments. Teachable moments. Luke chapter number 22. And I kind of went ahead of myself. Okay. Luke chapter number 22. Amen. And we're going to look at verse number 31. You remember now... um, we spoke a few minutes ago about how they, they were there sitting, and Jesus was talking about uh, what was going to happen to him. Now, looking at that situation, that Peter acknowledges that, you know, in the presence of the Lord, because of that miracle that he saw and the power of God, he comes to that understanding that he was a sinner. Now, looking at Luke chapter 22, beginning at verse number 31, and, and, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sip you as sweet. Well, news break. News break. They say they have a news, a news break. News break is you we better understand that Satan has a desire to sift every believer as sweet. Satan has a desire to do that. Amen. In case we may have forgotten. He has a desire. And verse 32 says, watch this, even though Satan has a desire to, to do some things to us, okay? But look at, at verse number 32, something we have to remember. 32 says, Jesus is speaking. He said, but I have prayed for thee that thy what? Faith. He deals with his faith again. Because before he talked about his faith, and when he talked about his faith, he told him he had little faith, Okay? Now he says to him, because of what the adversary is going to bring into your life, he says, I want you to know that I have already prayed for you that your faith 
fail not. The, the Bible talks about there will come things upon the earth that will cause men's heart to faint. It's one thing that, that, that when a physical body faints, but we do not want our faith to faint. We do not want our faith to faint. Because looking at this, this thing called what they call election and all the mess, if you get caught up in all that, then your faith, if your faith is in those, in those individuals, you, you go, your faith is going to faint, okay? So you can't get caught up in that. So we've got to remember no matter what comes its way toward us, what may happen, we have to totally rely on God and make sure we stay steadfast in our faith. Now is not a time to be drifting away from God. Amen. That's not the time. Because once we begin to drift away from God and we move from upon the covering of God, we have made ourselves open and available to Satan. Because, see, he already had warned him to listen. Satan's desire. It is Satan's desire to sift you. But you know why? Because he knows that two things. He knows that you've taken his place in the place of worshiping God. And the second thing, he knows that you hold what the world needs on the inside of your belly to speak a word to set others free. So naturally, he will want you to faint. He will naturally want you to give up. He will naturally want you to move away from God because, see, the only antidote that the world has is in the body of Christ. I mean, it's, it's in every believer. It, it, what the word that God has to, to save somebody is in your belly. Amen. It's, it's in you. It's, it's in your belly. So he lets them know that. But, but watch this now. We're talking about, you know, about his faith. But look what Christ says to him in the latter part of 32. He says, and when thou art converted, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Now, now Peter's been walking with him. He sees these divine revelations. That's why teachable moments are ongoing. <laughs> because what he says now, when you're converted, that means he hadn't got that yet. You see, he says, when thou art converted, that means he had a ways to go. We all have a ways to go. We all have a ways to go. Nobody has arrived. We all have a ways to go. But in order to get us where we need to be, God has to give us experience. Oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. He has to give us experiences. And these experiences are teachable moments. Because, see, nobody can teach us any better than a one-on-one -on -one with God. Because, see, when, when, the, when the filters are removed and it's just us and God, I mean, that's some teachable moments. <laughs> There's some things that God reveals and some things that God do and some situations he puts us in, only he can get us out of. Amen. So those are teachable moments, teachable moments. And it's, it's very crucial. Then he says, but see, there's hope here. There's hope. He says, uh, when thou art converted. That doesn't mean that he's, he's left out there on limb. Then he gives him assignment after he get it, get it together. Then his assignment is, he says, strengthen your brethren. You see, when, when God finishes with us and can, gives us those teachable moments, then he says, you take that teachable moment and you strengthen your brother. So th there's hope. See, he, he doesn't place us in the point and just cast us aside. He tells us to take those experiences that he has given us as teachable moments and help somebody else. Because then you're able, you're able to strengthen your brother. And then verse 33 says, and he said unto him, Lord, watch this. He got a ways to go, remember? Remember, they always say Peter has a big mouth. I, I remember they used to call me Miss Peter. And I'm like, help me, Lord. <laughs> now, verse number 34 says, And he said, 
at verse 33. He said, and he said unto him, Peter speaking, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. Now, he's having a teachable moment in process because he's not there yet. We're going to show that he's not. The scripture will reveal that he's not there. He's been he's in one of those teachable moments because he's trying to rebuke Christ. Now, 34 says, and he said, I tell thee. Now, this, Jesus is speaking because, see, God has to rebuke us. And sometimes we, we think we know more than God. So here comes the rebuke. And he said, Jesus is speaking. He said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt thrice, thrice, or three times deny that thou knoweth me. Now, let's uh, jump over to verse 61. Verse number 61. Verse 61. Now, he, he, as, 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 as Jesus is being arrested, he's being led away. Now, you will find that Peter's been going into swearing. He's been going into cursing. He, people are acknowledging that he was with Christ. And all these things, he said, no, 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 I, I don't know this man. I wasn't with him. But Jesus had already warned him now that before the cock crows three times, you're going to deny me three times. See, that, he, that was, this was to be a teachable moment because, see, Peter still had some pride in him. <laughs> See, he still had some pride. We all, in the body of Christ, we still have some pride. And when I say pride, I mean the wrong kind of pride. Puffed up, that kind of pride, okay? Uh, so what happens here, he has to have another teachable moment. At the very time he kept acknowledging that he did not know Jesus, and it's just like sometimes you know you're in a situation, you're a place, you might be at school, you might be at work, you know, and still you letting everybody know you're a Christian, you know, you, 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 you're one of the faith. That the world talks about the world and what they did throughout the world. And we sit there like church mice. You can't see church mice, right? They're there, but they don't speak out. And so a lot of times we find ourselves in, in circumstances and situations where we do not acknowledge who we are. And that's part of basically the main reason our, our world and our nation is in the condition it's in. Because we as a body of, 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 of saints, we don't speak up. We don't acknowledge that, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a child of the king. And so we have to begin to, to speak up. So here in verse number 61 in Luke 22, because he, he, watch what Jesus does. And think about some of our own teachable moments. Verse 61 says, and the Lord turned. That means, that means Peter was following him far behind. Hmm. See, he, he, the Lord will, will, will lead us. And the Bible says here, the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. I tell you, that must have been a look. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord. See, now, now see, the, the Lord can speak in so many ways. I said, but here, when he made that turn and he, 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 he looked, he, it was just a look. It brought him to the remembrance of that teachable moment of when God had spoke to him and told him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me three times. See, that, that was a teachable moment. And see, he forgot it was, in pro, it was, it was going in a process. But, but he had to be brought back because of the fact that God had to let him know, listen, I tried to tell you, but you didn't listen. So what God did at that point, he stepped back and he allowed him because at this point, for whatever reason, he wasn't in that place of acceptance in his hearing. So just the look of Christ sometimes in our own life, in our own teachable moments, will bring us to a place of being fearful. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes God says some things to me, and I ask a teachable moment. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So it brings about transformation. But, but experience. It's, verse 62 talks about how 
Peter, he went out and he wept bitterly. In other words, he experienced something. Now, let's look at this, this last uh, uh, book we want to go into. St. John, chapter number 21. We're ending St. John, chapter number 21. Looking at teachable moments. Teachable. St. John, St. John, chapter number 21. St. John, chapter number 21. Talking about teachable moments. Now, understanding that here it is, Christ has already gone to the cross, and now what is happening is he has been resurrected. Watch what happens when we forget our teachable moments. Our teachable moments. St. John chapter number 21. Okay? St. John chapter number 21. All right. I'm going to read verse 1. It says, After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples of the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise he showed himself. Now, that word Tiberias, that means vision. He shows them the vision. Now, let's drop down to verse number 3. It says, Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They said unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth, and they entered into a ship immediately, and that night, what happened? They caught nothing. Same scenario, right? <laughs> so here's another, another teachable moment. That lets us know teachable moments are experiences that, that has to be ongoing, ongoing, now ongoing. Now, see, they didn't catch nothing. Instead of them moving forth and, 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 and forward, then, because they couldn't see the master, and see, I, because they could not see the master, they felt like the master had left them. A lot of times, sometimes when we are going through those teachable moments, sometimes we feel like God has left us. But we've got to remember that he will never leave us, nor will he forsaken us. See, th th those are teachable moments. Those are experiences that we have to go through in order to God to get us to where we need to be. Now, look at the end of verse uh, number 5. It says, Then Jesus said unto them, Okay, uh, Children, have ye any meat? And they answered, and they said, No. Watch what he does. He does it again. Verse number 6. He says, And he says unto them, Cast the net on the what kind of side? The right side or the ship, and ye shall find. So God, right back, he's, he's teaching the same thing again, giving them that, that, that same uh, 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 divine revelation and a teachable moment through the same experience. Because, see, their mindset so quickly went back to doing what they did before. Because what they did before, they were out fishing. Now, the word fishing that really means truth. They were fishing for truth. But, however, they have forgotten truth in those teachable moments. So God, once again, he comes and he teaches us again. Teachable moments are ongoing. We have to have experience in order to receive the divine revelation and get to the place where God will have us to be. Amen? Teachable moments. Experience. See, you, you know how it is with, with, with your children? You can tell them all day long. You know, you, 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 I, I like to use children as an example. You, you, you can say, if you don't do your homework, sooner or later, it's going to show up on your report card, right? And I don't know about most kids these days, but a lot of them I did my homework at school. And I, my little grandbaby told me, she said, um, I had her on, 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 at my house on, on Thursday, 
And I asked the question, I said, Jada, you got, you got schoolwork? She said, oh, my, my, uh, Grandma, I did it on Monday. Well, it was Thursday. I asked her a question. I said, how can you do Thursday's homework on a Monday? So she says to me, she said, well, the teacher gives us the paper, and, and it's listed all week long what we're supposed to do. So I just do all mine on a Monday. So I said to her, come report card time. It will show up whether or not you actually did what you were supposed to do because, see, that's going to be your teachable moment because then truth, truth is going to reveal itself. Whether she's been trying to get away with not doing any homework or whether or not she was actually telling the truth. So, but, but for us and with God, we always will have teachable moments. Teachable moments. Teachable moments. One last thing I do want to share about a teachable moment that pertains to me. Several years ago, I was, I was in, 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 in Haiti, and I learned what this particular scripture truly meant. And, and, and that scripture is found in Psalms 119.105. And it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We were en route to go to another area in, in Haiti, up in the mountains, further up in the mountains. And the automobile that we were in, the little Jeep, on, in, uh, en route to where we were going uh, out of Calabash, what happened was we ended with two flat tires. So when you end up with two flat tires, and we were midway of the point where we were actually going, we were too far to turn around, and we didn't have the necessary equipment to move us forward. So we sat there for a couple of hours, and, and uh, our finally a gentleman came, and he, he, he got the tires from, from the vehicle. He carried them down, and he had them fixed, and he brought them back up. So by the time we reached where our destination, it was nighttime. Now, this was a t in the process of a teachable moment. And when we get there, there was going to be some people that had some horses for us because we were supposed to ride these horses so far and then begin to climb the mountain. Well, when we get there, it's nighttime. So the person that was supposed to brought the horses had come and gone. So that meant that we had to walk. And so, so as they chained down the vehicle, they end up, we end up, we began to walk. And here I am with, with a pastor, Pastor Benoit, uh, and his deacons, I'm the only female with them. I've been there numerous years. I've been there over and over and over, so they knew me. And as we began to walk, going up these mountains, it was nighttime. The only person that had a flashlight was me. So here we are, going up the mountains, and I'm like, the only, going up and down the mountains, all right? And I have this little flashlight. Then that's when I really understood about uh, uh, God's word is a, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Because when I would shine the flashlight, then I was able to see every step I was supposed to make. It was a small light now, but it got me from point A to point B. Then I understood why God also allowed me to, to, to enter in and go up those mountains, climb those mountains in the, in the nighttime. Because when we got ready to come back down the mountains, it was so narrow, you had to be very careful, one foot right in front of the other, or else you would have fallen off the mountain. See, that was a teachable moment, especially about that flashlight. That, that, that little light, when it come down to God, the Word of God, it, it will guide us every situation and every circumstance that we need to travel. 
it is very important that, that we get into that word because it is just what God say it is. It is a light. It's, it's a lamp. I mean, as we travel down this pathway called life, life, we need the word of God. We, we need the word. And it will shine so we will be able to make every step correctly. And see, even the, even the day I had no clue what kind of danger I was in as I went up to the mountain in this dark. I had no clue. But when I come down the mountains, I knew what kind of danger I had been in. And you know, when we finally made it down, I went, thank you, Jesus. And, I would not, and that's been, uh, I know, at least eight, nine, well, longer than that, probably 15, 16 years ago, because it was a teachable moment. That light, the Word is the light. We need it. We, we, we can't move away and move away from the Word of God. It's, it's imperative. And we're living in the last days, and right now God has given us all teachable moments. He has been giving them over and over and over, experiences. God says, if, if I remove the filter, and it's me and you, these experiences that you have, you will learn either revelation or you'll become to, uh, get the divine revelation of God, or it will just be information. We don't want our teachable in, uh, 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 moments to be just information because information won't bring about change. Only transformation can bring about a change inside out. And see, the problem is most times people like to say, the outside is what bringing change. No, the change has to take place inside. So therefore, it has to start with God. See, growth starts on the inside. It's inside. That's why we have to have all of these experiences taking place in our lives. Do we like those teachable moments? No. And sometimes yes. But most times no. Because it's, but it's, it's, the beauty of it is this. God is trying to teach us something. Ain't that right, Ricky? Bicycle rider. Amen. He didn't have a problem. Ricky did not. The reason why I use Ricky, Ricky did not have a problem saying to me this, this morning, he said, Samantha, when I was trying to tell him, you don't need to ride that bicycle, he said, no, no, Miss Man, that's not it. He said, what God was trying to tell me, I need to get, I need straight away from God, I need to get back. See, that was a teachable moment. See, he was honest enough to, to acknowledge where he was. And see, a lot of times well, we, we don't acknowledge where we are. You see, when we when we fail in commitment commitment mostly to God and, and and the work God has assigned to, then we will find ourselves coming up short. But never uh, get upset or become dismayed by our teachable moments, because what really God's doing, He's I'm letting you go through experience. That way, you'll draw closer and closer to Me. It's a, it's a growth process. Amen. Now let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. I pray that I did what God, uh, you brought it forth as God has wanted you all to hear it. Amen. So we're thankful and, and, and we are grateful for his word on teachable moments. Moments with an S, I mean, that, that it happens, right? It, it, the, the, the experience, we've got to go through. You have to go through the experiences or else we will not uh, gain any, any ground in growth. Amen. All right. We're thankful and we're grateful once again for, for your presence. We'd like to know how many people would like to have a CD. I, I, I need to find out those guys back there. All right, one, two, three, four. Okay, five. All right, with five CDs, I'm going to tell them this, five CDs. Remembering on um, five, five CDs. He said he got it. He threw up his hand. <laughs> Remembering on this, um, November 12th, we will have uh, Officers Appreciation Day uh, here. Uh, we're going to do some things a little bit different. Normally they do Pastor's Appreciation Day. 
And uh, but we want to we want to express our love, and also we'll probably be having a, um, uh, a leadership uh, meeting. Uh, uh, I don't know what, what day of the week, or whether it be through the week, or whether it's going to be on, uh, briefly after on a Sunday. But we're going to.